Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina. And Brother Bill, if you'd be so kind as to do a sound check, we need to do a sound check in the name of the Lord. Amen. We need all right. Thank you so very much. Praise the Lord. Well, it's been quite a weekend. And I'm glad that we are moving on into the week. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hold on just a second. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Things may. All right. So the sound is good. Great. I'm so happy that so many of you were able to join us. I pray that for those of you that, uh, Celebrate the U.S. holiday that you had a wonderful Memorial Day. Um, It's my prayer that the people in the United States of America time out to reflect on what Memorial Day is really about. And not just today to eat hamburgers and hot dogs and sit around Yacking with neighbors and friends. Amen. You know, there have been people that have laid their lives down in each nation that we might have peace to some degree wherever we live. And I would hope that we would begin to change our point of view, those of us who don't have that point of view yet that those lives are extremely important. Those lives are important not just to us and to their relatives and to their families and to their church members. They're important to God. They're important to God. I I posted in the chat room in FYI that I happened to run across on the web. And while the commentators about the um, about the 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 sign uh, went the other way, I thought about what the message was on the sign. The message was that we are giving tribute to people who have laid down their lives for one day. However, beginning in the month of June, we're giving a small group of people that do not compare in size to any other group because they're so small, overly vocal, too much support, too much financial backing, too much prominence. They're being given a month, a whole month. But people who have laid down their lives, they're just going to get a day. And that's about all we're going to pay attention to you for. 
I know uh, the commentator in that FYI, those politicians who had to give their comments, uh, they said what they said. Now that doesn't line up with the reality of heaven. Amen? It doesn't line up with the reality of heaven. Those people's lives were precious in the sight of the Lord. And I really think we need to re-evaluate as a nation and other nations as well our priorities and what truly our nation is based upon. What really did found our nation? It wasn't the popular uh, left opinion of the day, but it was built on the lives of men, women, boys, and girls who laid down their lives for a cause. And it's not the cause that you hear about in the news. It's for a cause but not for the cause that you hear about in the news. It's not the cause that's up there yelling up and down, my body, my body, my body. It's not the cause uh, that has a plus at the end. That's not the cause they laid their lives down for. Amen? So we need to really consider what we are doing and what we are saying to the whole world, regardless to what nation you are in. Granted, we know that the Antichrist uh, is a part of this popular group because he has, as the scriptures say, no desire for a woman. So we know what group he comes from. But that doesn't change who the people are that are in each nation and what their beliefs are, and what the nation, whether this one or another, was founded on. Amen? So we need to make it important to us. We need to make sure we don't get uh, go along to get along, as Brother Marshall calls it. We don't do that. Because I, I, my experience has been, that when it comes time to open your mouth, most Christians shut theirs. When it comes time to open your mouth and speak forth truth, you're too busy worried about who you might offend. So I'm going to encourage you to be like Paul. Open your mouth. It doesn't matter who gets offended. Tell the truth. You don't have but one chance on this earth to open your mouth for Jesus and speak forth his truth. Once you leave this earth, that's over. So while you're busy sitting there in passivity with your mouth shut, when it should be open, when it should be open, saying what you know to be the truth, testifying to the truth, remember, you don't get that opportunity again. You just you just passed the ballot right by that one. Amen? Of every opportunity you have. Trust me, all of those opportunities are being recorded in heaven. Every single one of them. The ones you missed, the ones you took advantage of. I want to encourage you to stick with the truth. 
You've been taught enough truth here that you know what the truth is. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are an international, Christian, non-denominational, Protestant church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? And we're quite outspoken. We are quite outspoken. And if you choose to hang out with us, God bless you. I hope you really love Jesus and you really love truth because you're going to need to love both of them to hang out with us. Amen? We want to encourage you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. Praise the Lord. We um, would like to thank the Lord for the opportunity to serve him and to be of service to you. It is a privilege and an honor to serve him and a privilege and honor to be a blessing to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And if you hold on one more time, I'm going to I'm going to switch over, so to speak. So just be a little patient with me. You can go find your uh, your notepad while I'm doing this. But we're going to switch over for just a second. And hopefully it sounds a little better when I do. So just hold tight. I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. I hope that's better. At least it sounds better on this end. Amen? Amen. Good. I'm happy to hear that. It's sounding better. At least it's sounding better on this one. Praise the Lord. <sighs> Technology is interesting to work with, and God is helping me because I'm not a technology person. God does everything, right? I depend on him. Amen. You know, it takes a lot of courage to lay down your life knowing that you'll never see your own children or your own family members ever again. It takes a lot of courage. And God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us even when we were in sin. We didn't give a hoot about God at the time. We just didn't. We were busy doing what we thought was our thing whatever that was, things that we now um, are ashamed of, things that we wish we had never done, people, some people we wish we had never met, amen? Everybody's got a past of some sort, but God was rich in his mercy, and we were lost on the sea of time, tossed to and fro by one storm after another. 
Waves of death continually crashed over our souls, soaking us with despair. Winds of tribulation often ripped our sails, cracked our masts, and made our ships to list dangerously. It seemed we would be swept away to crash on the dangerous reef, never to recover again. But then we cried out to the captain of our salvation. In desperateness, we cast all of our hope like an anchor of the soul beyond the veil into the very heart of God. We were unsure if it would work. We were full of doubt. We were afraid. But then we pulled hard from below. The anchor held firm. With great relief, we realized it was lodged in the very cleft of the rock. Since that time, the storms have not ceased. At certain points, and in some ways, They may have even increased in size and fury. The anchor remained sure and steadfast. This anchor will hold. It has held. It is holding. It will yet hold. Because for those who trust, it can truthfully be said, as long as there is God, there is hope. Amen? As long as there is God, there is hope. We may look at situations and say, I don't see how this could ever turn around. But remember, we can't see it all. We see through a glass dimly. God's the only one that can see it all. And sometimes we need to withhold our own opinion you know, our own view of looking at the situation and wait for God to open our vision so that we can see more of his point of view. When we get a glimpse of God's point of view, we have hope. He will show us what we never saw before. Not that it wasn't there. We just didn't see it. Amen? So I want to encourage you, if things are looking on the hopeless side, they're just putting up a front. They're not hopeless. They're not hopeless. And don't factor God out. Amen? He sees what we hope to see. Amen? He sees already what we hope to see. And he will show us the way if we allow him to. Amen? Amen. Jesus said in the Bible, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus said, don't allow your heart to be troubled. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your peace, which surpasses all understanding, 
and which keeps our heart and our mind through Christ Jesus. You always keep us in perfect peace when we keep our minds stayed on you in an attitude of complete trust in you. Peace of mind is very precious to us, Lord. So we ask you to help us to trust you always. Father, help us to follow the guidance your peace in our hearts brings to us. Thank you for ordaining peace for us and giving us peace like a river because we love your word. We will always have peace with you, Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We delight ourselves in the abundance of peace that you give to us. Thank you for the fruit of peace you give to us through your Holy Spirit. We receive his provision of peace as we pray. God of all hope, we praise you for filling us with your joy and peace that comes through believing your word. We now abound in hope and peace through the power of your Holy Spirit. We receive your promise of peace of mind, Lord. Thank you for your blessings of peace. In our lives Amen Amen Heavenly Father We thank you That everything we need You have already Provided Everything that we need That pertains to life And to godly living You have already provided For us You tell us quite frankly That You are our shepherd, and we shall not want for any good thing. We want to thank you, Lord, that you maintain and keep your promises. Some of them, it seems like it takes a while for the promise to come to pass, but I know from experience, Lord, that you never fail, that you keep your word, that you do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think and that you defeat our enemy. I want to thank you for that in particular, Father, that the Bible promises us, we have promises from you in the word, that you will defend us against our enemies, and you will defeat all of our enemies. It seems, Lord, that since we believe in you, We believe your word. We're taking a stand in your word that enemies have found us. Our website, they attack our membership. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, right this moment, we hand to you each of our enemies. You declare to Jesus, and we are in him, and he is in us that you would make our enemies our footstool. 
I want to thank you, Lord, that that's the truth. You're making our enemies our footstool. You said that when they they receive what they have sown, we will see it. We want to thank you for allowing us to see it. We know that our true protection is from you, so we can have peace of mind, Lord, peace of mind, even though we're being plummeted with attacks from them. We can have peace of mind, even though they're lying to us, cheating on us, stealing from us, falsely accusing us, and every other wicked thing that they can think to do, attempting to manipulate us. We can forgive them because of Calvary. We can forgive them because you have poured your love in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So, Father, even though they're uh, trying to form voodoo dolls and stick voodoo dolls with voodoo pins and they're sending curses to people who are already blessed and our righteousness is of you, there's nothing that they can say to condemn us because you have already blessed us. So we send their attempted attacks to hurt us right back. It's theirs. It started with them. They conjured up demons to do the dirty work. And so we're sending their messengers back. They're not ours. You didn't call for us to have them, and we reject them, and we will not receive them. When we send mail back, we write in big letters, R-T-S, return to sender. And we are returning these attacks back where they came from, according to the covenant in Jesus' name. Our body fluids belong to you, Lord Jesus. Our bodies belong to you because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, every wicked device of the enemy, every wicked, evil device of the enemy, We send it right back. It's their device. They came up with it. We release it to where it came from because that's the principle of life. From whence you come forth, you return to. You came from the dust, you return to the dust. Amen? So we send these evil attacks right back where they came from. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the victory. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for deliverance from demons that have barged in, that nobody invites. We take authority, dominion, and power over them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we bind them. We chain them with eternal chains of darkness and fetters of iron. We send them into the spiritual cage. We dislodge them from our bodies. And we command them to come subject to the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you are the glory and the lifter up of our heads. We have a sound mind because you gave it to us. And we will not allow spirits that come to us through the telephone, television, or through any other electronic device, or through personal contact, or spirits that were sent to us, 
to change our point of view. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. As the seed of Abraham and the descendants of Jesus Christ, we are blessed. And so the curses that they attempt to release upon us, we raise the shield of faith. And we send them back wherever they came from. We want to thank you, Lord, for your warring angels that war over us day and night. We want to lift up our sister to you who is traveling on an interstate that is full of construction. Father, keep her alert and let your angels make a clear path for her in the name of Jesus. Father, you drive for her. You drive better than she does. We want to thank you for that. Drive for her. Amen. Risa, Rugusa, Rike de Brushala de Yosala de Yosura. Father, we thank you for the angels clearing out any object, any obstruction, even poor drivers, from coming into her path and keep her in her own lane. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your divine protection covering her in the name of Jesus. We want to take authority, dominion, and power over the depression that the enemy keeps sending against us. Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We bind depression, every depression, any depression, all depression, generational depression, situational depression, temporary uh, depression any depression, we curse it at the root in the name of Jesus Christ. We curse it at the root in the name of Jesus Christ. Any spirit that tried to attach itself to us while we were out in the public arena or when we came home, we bind the demons of those that live with, that don't live the way we live. And don't disconnect from spirits that they ought to disconnect from. We bind those devils in the name of Jesus Christ and we command them to leave our home. They shall not transfer to us in Jesus' name. They shall not transfer to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you know some of your people live with folks that are in witchcraft and people that are connected to witchcraft. Father, we sever such connections because we are a holy people. And the Bible says that you have severed us. You have severed us from others that we would be holy unto you. You have severed us yourself from others that we would be holy unto you. We want to thank you, Lord for stepping in on our behalf. We want to thank you for looking over our lives and protecting us. We want to thank you 
Because the Bible says, and ye shall be holy unto me, for I, the Lord, am holy, and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our lives don't have to go astray because our ancestors were foolish. No, Lord, you give us the escape, and the escape is you. Following you, obeying you, submitting to you, loving you is the escape that we need. Thank you, Lord, for the great escape. Thank you, Lord, for the great escape. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over spirits that bring seizures and strokes and migraines and any such thing in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that would come to disrupt the natural occurrence of electricity in our bodies, we bind in the name of Jesus. We forbid it entrance to our bodies in Jesus' name. We command it to come up and out in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all feedback in Jesus' holy name. We bind feedback in the name of Jesus. Any spirit that has tapped into our phone line and is trying to listen in on this call, that is a witch, a warlock, a wizard, or some other occult person, if you're not here to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I ask my Heavenly Father to release his judgment in your life right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the judgments being released. All the trolls that come up to this website to obtain information that is not theirs, just as Elamias lost his eyesight, so shall you lose yours in Jesus' name. So shall you lose yours in the name of Jesus. Ruza la de beruka sarabri, risa la de yosundarabrike de sada. All the thieves, yes, all the thieves that have been stealing money from us, stealing monies from others stealing property and belongings from us and others due to the inheritance situation, you see. Somebody's died but or about to die or could die, and you're going to take advantage of their monies and steal them from everybody else that is due them. Father, we command that money to come back in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the demons that stole it, and we ask you, Father, to make them. Return it in Jesus' name. Father, there are people that we are related to in the natural. People that we are related to that are motivated by their greed, covetous, and sin, jealousy and envy, hatred, stealing money, stealing property that rightly belongs to us. Father, you are in charge of our recovery. You say vengeance is yours, you will repay. We want to thank you for it. We ask the righteous judge for his adjudications in every case, and we receive his judgment in gratitude in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for our recovery. You say you turn every curse into a blessing. 
We want to thank you for it, Father. We want to thank you for the recovery of what is ours, what has been apportioned to us, what is coming to us. We want a few that we will receive, just like David at Ziklag, he obtained everything that was stolen from him and from the others. They recovered all. So shall we in the name of Jesus Christ. Our victory is found in Jesus Christ. Victory belongs to Jesus. And we forbid any further stealing. Lord, we ask that you uncover every wicked work, just as the scriptures say, that you uncover these things. Everything that's hidden comes to light. Everything that was done becomes known. We thank you for the truth coming out and speaking all abroad so that all that are involved will know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth according to the spirit of truth in Jesus' name. Cover all. We recover all in the name of Jesus. We recover all. We are not concerned about who wants to pretend that their feelings are hurt because they are the guilty party. And, Father, if these situations must lead to someone's arrest, so be it in Jesus' name. You are the lawgiver. You are the lawgiver in Jesus' name. Richard Rusula Radiasa, Rula Radiosunde, Rikisa de Dioso Radia, Roca de Brichata de Brichet de Dioso. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that is risen against us in judgment. We condemn it right now in the name of Jesus. It's our inheritance as the children of God. So, Father, you know where every thief is. You know where every liar is. Amen. You know where every thief is and every liar and every fraud is. We've already submitted to you adjudications on fraud. So we thank you, Father, that you have been showing up where all the frauds are, all the liars, all the pretenders, all those who front. They present one, uh, uh, have one presentation outwardly, but inwardly they are full of wickedness and sometimes dead men's bones. So we want to thank you, Lord, for doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. We ask you, Lord, to bring to us those that will help us as we attempt to discover the truth, be they attorneys or investigators, whomever they may be, whomever they may be. We thank you for connecting us. We need hookups, Jesus. We need hookups. We need to be connected to people that have know-how and expertise that can help us in areas where we are blind, or ignorant, or weak. We want to thank you for those that you have assigned to help us in Jesus' name. We bind the hindrances that would keep them from hooking up with us because they are the ones that you have assigned to assist us. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor, Father. We want to thank you, Lord, for the breakthroughs in this area of our lives in Jesus, for the breakthroughs in other areas of our lives in Jesus' name. We lift up our minds to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We lift up our brains to you in the name of Jesus. They've been attacking our minds, and they've been attacking our brains. But our minds and our brains belong to Jesus Christ. They are his personal property. So we pass this attack on to the Lord Jesus Christ. We pass on. 1 Peter 5, 7 says we're to cast all of our care upon you because you care for us. So, Lord, we pass these attacks on to you. And we continue in love. We continue in the peace of God. We continue in a sound mind. We continue in your grace because there is no other God like you. Every attack that we have received in the past 60 days, we pass off to you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. 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 We thank you, Lord, for giving us strength and for blessing us with peace in Jesus' name. All the ringing in our ears, all the attacks that are beamed to us, all these attacks from the supernatural realm, we send all of them where they belong in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your covering grace. Thank you, Lord, for your covering grace in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all ear, nose, and throat demons in Jesus' name. All reoccurring sinus infections in Jesus' name. Ooh, by the stripes of Jesus, we have been healed. We command them to be bound, come out. Every attempt of the devil, whether it be through allergies or asthma or sinus infections, we bind you now in the name of Jesus. Our bodies belong to the Lord. And we command you to come out of our tissues. We command you to come out of our organs. We command you to come out of our bloodstream. We bind every infection in the name of Jesus Christ. Every infection is wrapped in the blood stripes of the Lord Jesus. All inflammation, all swelling is wrapped in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. We command you to come out in Jesus' name. All interference of normal brain waves. We bind it in the name of Jesus, and we we wrap our waves in the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. Shooting pains, we bind you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up our nervous system to you. It's under attack by the enemy. 
Break it, break it, break it in the name of Jesus. Rula la de osunde de breke de Dios a la de osura. Rike de brisha la de Dios otro breke de Dios a rakise. Rile la de osura rikise de breke de Dios la de Dios a. Raka kurungun do rusa ta rike de rike de bru. Raka ta brosa la de Dios la de Dios la de Dios ta rikisa. Ya rikisa da rokoho rikise de Dios tulara. Thank you, Lord. Restoration of health. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you for the armor of God. We want to thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst, your warring angels, your linking angels, their licking shields, and your ministering spirits, your praising angels that you've blessed us with. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for their service to us, Father, on behalf of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. And we claim Sister Carolyn's package to her expedient. You said, Lord, that your word moves swiftly. So be it in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. And we bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We chain them with eternal chains of darkness and fetters of iron. We send them into the spiritual cage, bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all and every witchcraft attack. We return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons in their attacks. We bind all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, mind control by the occult, Force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks, designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations, which are demons. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power over persons that are close to us, 
that were trying to lead us away from the plan of God for our lives. We bind their manipulation in the name of Jesus Christ. No matter how well-meaning they may seem, they come from the work of demons with flesh. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from them and loose ourselves from them in the name of Jesus Christ. Their manipulations are the work of the devil, and we call you out, Satan, for that in Jesus' name. If we are a person, Lord, that has had friendships, and every time you turn around, the friend is a witch or a warlock or a wizard or a divinator or such, we bind those additional friendships that we are yet to, to discover are not real. The person is in witchcraft. They're trying to manipulate us again. We give them over into your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We give them over into your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. All of those demons that are trying to lure us back into an old pathway or into an old lifestyle, we bind their work in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their end in the name of Jesus. They shall not prosper. They shall not prosper. We curse their work in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bind all peeps, whispers, familiar demons, leviathan spirits, brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks, water marine spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits, their attacks, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, their attacks, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits and their attacks. All those water spirits that keep coming in the dream, we set you aflame with the flame of God in Jesus' name. We set you afire with the fire of God in the name of Jesus. You come to us as we're trying to rest, and you come with some filthy sexual dream. We set you ablaze with the fire of God. We set you, your dream, your plan, and its intent fully aflame. Fully aflame in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you right back where you came from, burning as you go in Jesus' name. We bind all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind our whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in Jesus' name. Oh, we bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks. We bind targeted radio frequency, pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the work of every druid. Oh, we bind all mystic rituals and their intents. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all weapons that beam us. We return the beams from whence they came in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you to the Lamb of God. We bind 5G and all of its components that work against our health and our well-being. We bind everything coming off the satellite the cell towers, and through our devices, and in the atmosphere, in Jesus' name. 
in the atmosphere in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Everything that they put into the atmosphere, Lord, to hurt us, to harm us, or to endanger our lives, we send it right back where it came from in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Latin, Caribbean, Chinese, Japanese, Arabian, Spanish, tribal rituals, global cabal, the club of Rome, Bilderbergers, Illuminati, and all of us such demonic groups in Jesus' name. Indigenous groups. And their gods. Their demons that are their gods. We bind their gods in the name of Jesus Christ. And we command them to bow to the name of Jesus. We bind all of their magic, black magic, and white magic in Jesus' name. All Caribbean, Latin American, Jamaican, Haitian, Dominican, whatever. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks, every order of magic and mystic arts in Jesus' name. And we return the attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft, dedication, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs. We bind the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes in Jesus' name. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind all formations of bullflies and other demonic insects. We bind uh, spirits of transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect. Destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, 
stop, monitor, track, defile, assassinate, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attack, channeling the satellites against the websites and against us. Returning all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, and charms in Jesus' name. Returning all Nigerian witchcraft, all tribal witchcraft, all tribal jealousy in Jesus' name. Returning all tribal jealousy in the name of Jesus Christ. Returning all tribal jealousy in the name of Jesus Christ. Returning all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. Binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, uh, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, la-la land, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies, and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, and spirits, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents, and we pull you down and send you into the spiritual cage, into the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, 
Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, bound in the name of Jesus Christ, chained with eternal chains under darkness, sent into the spiritual cave, to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the works, rites, and rituals of all uh, demonic powers. And we break the powers of every Masonic ritual, ceremony, pledge, or vow in the name of Jesus Christ and those of the associated organizations. We bind the ritual, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and masonry in Jesus' name. And those of the Rainbow Girls, the Demole, and the Order of the Eastern Star in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Father, we break the chains that hold the family members bound to that demonic association in Jesus' name. We break every chain in the name of Jesus that holds the family members bound in that demonic activity in the name of Jesus Christ. We break every chain, every chain, every chain, every chain. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back. Every attack must go back in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, that there's freedom in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft in Jesus' name. We return their affliction to the worker of witchcraft in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the later descends. We bind the insanity and pride and work of foolishness of, of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads and their wicked works right back to them. What they have sown, they shall reap in Jesus' name. We end their mind control. It's now their mind being controlled by their own wickedness in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. And nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. 
Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind you and we send you right where you belong in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk or in the Middle East, though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Those of us that have witches, warlocks, or wizards interfering with our sleep, Father, we thank you for Psalm 138.7. We thank you that you are stretching forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us, and you will deal with our enemies as well. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. We cover our privates with the blood of Jesus. We cover our dream life with the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles, whatever they may be, even if we are renting them or borrowing them with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference to smooth transportation wherever we go and whatever means we use. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, shadowy figures moving through our home in the name of Jesus. We bind every one of them in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We impale them in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to arrest those demons in Jesus' name, to arrest those devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out every voodoo pen, fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, whatever it may be, sent by the wicked one in the name of Jesus, and we return it from whence it came. We pull down the protection around all shamans, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, liars, and pretenders. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Weak, uh, cut and burn, silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Heavenly Father, sometimes when we come into agreement or into contract with one entity, we are uh, not knowledgeable on all the connections that they have. Should any of those connections that they have be demonic, occultic, 
or in the witchcraft realm. We ask you to forgive us for the ignorance that is in us. We do not know. It, that information has not been imparted to us. So, Father, for all of those type of situations, we disconnect ourselves in the name of Jesus. We disconnect in the name of Jesus. We disconnect right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that there is no fellowship between Christ and Belial in Jesus' name. We cut off that soul tie in the name of Jesus. Those demons may not traffic to us through that person that we know in Jesus' name or through that organization or through that business. Thank you, Lord. We break down and tear down walls of protection around uh, those globalists, nanotechnology, Satan's wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers. We break the power of love spells, charms, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, all psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, mind control, brain frequency meditation, death, psychic prayers, psychic warfare, pain, voodoo, magic, torment, sickness, destruction, sorcery, chain and incense and candle burning, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, crystals, hoodoo, root works, and everything else being sent our way, tribal rituals and sins in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for peace, peace that passes all understanding, Lord, peace through the blood of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, those witches that go to uh, try to get more power to attack us more, Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, whenever those witches, warlocks, wizards, or whatever they may be called that week, whenever they do that to go get some greater power that whatever they think they have received turns against them in Jesus' name. We declare it to be so in Jesus' name. We declare it to be so in the name of Jesus. We declare it to be so in Jesus' name. Lord, you said suffer not a witch to live, so therefore we remove the allowances for the witches to live in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We return their murder, their bitterness, their hatred, their jealousy, their envy, their wizardry, their sorcery, and all of their wicked powers are destroyed in the name of Jesus. We thank you for breaking the yoke in our lives, Father so that we can open our hearts to you and hear your voice. Thank you, Father, for true repentance, for the grace of repentance. We thank you, Lord, for showing us every evil work and evil deed that we're guilty of. And, Lord Jesus, we thank you for convicting our hearts unto repentance. We thank you for bringing our souls out of darkness and saving them, that you might have the glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And, Father, we release upon your people the peace 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, Lord, okay, Lord, you know what I'm thinking. I'm handing it to you. Amen. Mm, I didn't do that part, Lord. I missed something. Amen. Okay, our featured psalm is Psalm 53, and our verse for meditation Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2, and Psalm 23, verse 1. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 2, and Psalm 23, verse 1. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, no. Amen. So tonight, our featured ebook is Spiritual Protection Bible Study, Spiritual Warfare. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, saints, tonight we're going to talk about our hope of salvation, our hope of salvation. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8, in these last days, the church is particularly and especially commanded as soldiers to protect themselves, to protect themselves, and especially commanded as soldiers. We are commanded as soldiers to protect ourselves. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8 reads, But let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. We are to protect ourselves by wearing the armor of God, in particular, our helmet, the hope of salvation. Salvation fully embraces deliverance. Salvation fully embraces deliverance. I'll say that again. Our salvation fully embraces deliverance. This phrase, the hope of salvation, is referring to deliverance from the great latter-day judgment. These judgments will cause the earth to reel to and fro like a drunkard. These judgments will cause the earth to reel to and fro like a drunkard. In Isaiah chapter 24, verse 20, Isaiah chapter 24, verse 20, Isaiah chapter 24, verse 20, the earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard, and shall be removed like a cottage, and the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. 
as the citizens of the world enter into these coming dark days, we know that war will erupt in the heavenly. We know that war will erupt in the heavenly. Michael the archangel and the host of angels will take over the first heaven, that is, the atmospheric heaven just above planet Earth. The prince of the power of the air will be forced to relinquish his long-held position. He will then be cast down to the earth. Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12. Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12. Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12. Amen. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. So now I want you to clearly see this. There are inhabitants in the earth. And there are inhabitants in the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Joel chapter 3, verse 16. Joel chapter 3, verse 16. Joel, Old Testament, chapter 3, verse 16. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. The Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. Yes, the Lord will be the hope of his people. Through every trial, both now and then, believers can wear for an helmet, the hope of salvation, the hope of deliverance, the hope of salvation, the hope of deliverance. Thereby, expecting Jesus to ultimately return, to deliver his own, and to carry us forward into the kingdom age glory. So what are we saying? We're saying in the days that are to come, we're going to hold closely to our hope of salvation. 
It's the helmet of hope of salvation that we're given in the armor of God. We're going to hold closely to it because we know that further judgments to the earth are coming. We also know that at some point, Michael the archangel and the host of angels will take over the heavens, this, the first heaven, which is the atmospheric heaven, just above planet Earth. Satan's going to be cast down to the earth, and he's not going to be too happy about it. And the inhabitants in the earth and in the sea are going to know it for sure. Nonetheless, the Lord will be the hope of his people. Nonetheless, the Lord will be the hope of his people. No matter the trial, whether it's happening now or it's going to happen, we get to wear our helmet of hope of salvation, our hope for deliverance. We will be expecting Jesus to ultimately return as he has promised us, to deliver us, to deliver his own, and to carry us forward into his kingdom. All the pointed arrows of Satan's piercing lies and all the battle axes of his crushing accusations can always be successfully deflected by this God-given helmet, the hope of salvation, the hope of deliverance. In wearing this helmet, we gird up the loins of our mind. Well, you say, well, Pastor, my mind doesn't have a loin. <laughs> I can't blame you for saying that. We're, ha- we're working with a phrase here. And I'm going to try to help us to understand what's really being said. In wearing this helmet, we gird up the loins of our minds and hope to the end, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ comes back to earth, There's a grace released to us for that time period. Amen. To gird up the loins of our mind, we are called to, one, rejoice even in the greatest of difficulties, not whine, rejoice. We are called to rejoice even in the greatest of difficulties, Because we know that God will deliver on his promises. You know, we've been talking about how faithful God is and that God wants to bless us and that he's faithful and that he's given us great promises. Well, God is going to deliver on them because that is what he does. Amen? No matter what hardship believers in Christ face today, We know that our God is faithful to ensure our salvation. You see, we have not been appointed to wrath. That's what the Bible says. 
we have not been appointed to wrath. There is a season coming where the wrath of God will be poured out. But we, as his children, have not been appointed to wrath. We don't have an appointment with wrath. Others do. Amen? Others have that appointment, but not us. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have not been appointed to wrath. So, I'll say again, no matter what hardship believers in Christ face today, we know that our God is faithful to ensure our salvation. We are also to know that we are called to be prepared for action. We are called to be prepared for action. Really? That's right. Clutter of our mind must be moved away so that we can hear God clearly and obey him. The clutter of our mind must be moved away so that we can hear God clearly and obey him. That's right. Clearly and obey him. We are to prepare our minds for righteous action. We are called to prepare our minds for righteous action, not in dullness of mind as some of us have known. Some of us have inherited dullness of mind. Some of us that have inherited such need to get rid of that inheritance. Jesus became a curse for us. We've become blessed, the blessed of God. Dullness of mind should no longer be yours. Amen? Praise the Lord. We are called to prepare our minds for action, and in so doing, to remain serious-minded with an alert spirit. You know, some of us are quick to get caught up in the happenings of our everyday lives, and we get so caught up that we get we lose our focus on what is actually vitally important to us. We're busy celebrating some accomplishment or some achievement or some new situation or some improvement, whatever it may be. And therefore, we get distracted and we lose our focus on what really is vital in this world in which we live. Now, granted, it may seem to us at the time that whatever we're distracted to is really the major event of the day. But you can't lose focus on Jesus Christ, on his kingdom, and where he has already focused your attention. Amen? 
praise the Lord. We are to be serious-minded with an alert, and that's where some of the problem comes in. Some of us get distracted, and we forget to move back to being alert. We act like, oh, this present distress, there's not much I can do about it, and blah, 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 blah. No. We're supposed to be alert, on alert. We're supposed to live in a state of readiness. We are to fix our hope steadfastly on the future fulfillment of God's grace through Jesus when he is revealed at his second coming. Now, I know when you went to the barbecue, you didn't stand there and talk about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Not hardly and not likely. But okay, the barbecue is coming, gone. Let's get back on what matters. Amen? The way for us to stand firm in the midst of difficulty and even in the midst of persecution is by preparing for encountering these things. At some point, your mind has got to be prepared so that every time some serious difficulty or persecution pops up, it doesn't blow you away. You know, we shouldn't be so surprised anymore. After all these adjudications that we have heard and read and presented before the Lord, we shouldn't be in shock. In fact, we ought to be expecting it. We shouldn't be shocked after all of the things that we have heard have happened to people that are like-minded with us. We shouldn't be shocked anymore. We should know that this is their agenda. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. We should be prepared to stand firm in the midst of difficulty and even persecution. And the way we do this is by preparing for encountering those things and being well equipped with the knowledge of God's promises for us. You know, saints, there comes a point you just got to know the word. You got to know the word, how it pertains to you. So when this uh, supposed, see, Satan thinks he gets advantage when you go through that shock part. I'm so shocked this has happened. You wasting time on that, okay? Let's bypass that. You know when you're driving up the road and you don't want to go through all the traffic in Atlanta, you take the bypass. Well, let's bypass the shock part. You've heard of enough things that have happened since you've been uh, up here uh, uh, with us, and we presented enough different scenarios from all over the world that you shouldn't be all that shocked anymore. Amen? You've heard of them showing up 7 o'clock in the morning, showing up to people's houses, and the street from both ends uh, is filled with FBI agents, and they've got all this uh, gear and all these big uh, pieces, all these guns, waking people up, 
and their children in pajamas, and they want to arrest you for much or nothing. We shouldn't be so shocked anymore. You've got groups swearing that some dead woman is talking to them. But what they do is they get on the Internet and find out where all the Supreme Justices live, and then they tell it to everybody else. So now you have nutty people, people who actually need to be delivered, going around to these people's homes trying to shoot them and their family. People on the Internet trying to tell people where these officials, where all their children go to school. This is the world we live in. It's worse than the wild, wild west. It's worse, and it's getting worse still. We shouldn't be so shocked anymore. We must know what God promises us so that when our time comes, we know where to stand, where to plant our feet in the Word. Amen? Is giving us the recipe for successfully encountering and persevering through difficulty. We must be clear on our assurance of salvation. We can trust in God as he will keep the promises he has made to us. Now, you know, not too long ago, we talked about how the early Christians were treated, how they were persecuted. They were chased from place to place. They had to leave everything they had behind them. They had to use animal skins for clothing. They lived in caves. They were sawn asunder. They were sawn in part. All their body parts came gushing out. They were tormented, trying to get them uh, to denounce Jesus Christ. Well, they're trying the same tactics on us now, basically. That's what they're doing. Amen? That's what they're doing. They want to get you off your position and your stand in Christ. Trust me, they're after our children. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 to 1, verse 13. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is what we must do, because until the Lord takes the body of Christ out of the earth, we have to deal with these situations that we're running into. Amen. Not only do we have a helmet of hope, which protects us in these last days, we also have an anchor of hope that goes beyond the veil. You know, we talked about the veil recently and what that meant and how important it was. We have discussed the veil that was between the holy place 
and the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle. This is the veil to which I am referring now. You see, the high priest couldn't go in but once a year to make atonement for the sins of all the people, that they could live in the grace of God for a year. But now, since Jesus Christ gave his life on Calvary for us when we were yet sinners, that veil has been torn asunder from the top to the bottom so that now we have access to our God by faith. We're not outside waiting on some priest to go in and say, well, this is what I need to do so they can make it one more year. No. We have a high priest, Jesus Christ, after the order of Melchizedek. Amen? Well, who is Melchizedek? Well, we'll get to that a little later. Just hold on. All right? He has no beginning and no end. He is the Alpha and Omega. Amen? Praise the Lord. So we have to stop being so carnal and actually live a more spiritually developed life where we know that no matter what circumstances come, and there are going to be some shocking and, and, and frightening situations that do occur, that our salvation is secured in Jesus Christ. We have access to the throne of God. We can get in contact with our God no matter when it is. He doesn't slumber nor sleep. He's not off on a tour. Amen? We need to know this. We need to know this. Yes, we do. The connector on the anchor extends from earth to heaven. The connector on the anchor extends from earth to heaven, from time to eternity from the heart of each individual believer to the very heart of Almighty God. Amen? We are connected literally to our God. We are connected literally, not figuratively, literally to our God. That's important. You need to remember that. Amen? At a point in God's covenant dealings with Abram, the Most High God swore by himself. He promised with an oath that Abram's descendants would be as numerous as the sand and the stars. God promised that they would possess the gates of their enemies and that they would inherit the earth. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, beginning with verse 16. 
Genesis chapter 22, beginning with verse 16. God said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing, speaking to Abraham, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Thou hast obeyed my voice. Please notice that the blessing was linked to Abram's obedience to God. The blessing was linked to Abram's obedience to God. And so is it with us. The blessings that we desire are linked to our obedience to God. You know, Sunday I gave a very stern warning about having a flippant, irreverent, disobedient, rebellious attitude against God and against those persons that he is in our lives to help us. I gave a very serious and a very strong warning. Well, you see, the blessing is linked to our obedience. Long time ago, we were stressing obedience, obedience, obedience. We haven't stopped stressing it. I'm going to keep teaching that. It's important. What is the point of God removing the curses so that you can walk in the blessings And then you decide through your own rebellion and disobedience to march right back into the curse. Does that make sense to you? How intelligent is that? Think about that. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 17. Hebrews chapter 6 beginning with verse 17. Hebrews chapter 6, beginning with verse 17. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise, that's us, wherein God, willing more abundantly, not just willing, willing more abundantly, to show unto the heirs of promise, that's us, the immutability of his counsel. That means his counsel doesn't change and morph into something else. 
what his counsel is, that's what it is. Confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, impossible for God. I know you have known some liars that have been close to you, but God is not them. And they are not God. In which it was impossible for God to lie. We might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. This is hope of salvation. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. We don't have to be tossed to and fro. We know that we are not assigned to the wrath of God. Both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Well, what was in the veil? The presence of God the mercy seat of God, his Shekinah glory. Whether for the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Amen? Amen. The unveiling of this hope set before us involves a revelation of the resurrection and the gift of eternal life. This unveiling of this hope, which is set before us, involves a revelation of the resurrection and the gift of eternal life. Jesus Christ was the forerunner, the firstborn from the dead. Jesus successfully conquered the greatest enemies of all mankind. The great deliverance which Jesus brought forth was the greatest deliverance was often referred to in the New Testament in hopeful Full of hope, hopeful turn. It is also called the hope of the promise made of God unto our Father. It speaks to his resurrection as well as ours. It speaks to his resurrection as well as ours. Amen. Praise the Lord. It speaks to not only his resurrection, but our resurrection. I don't think you want to be left in a grave forever. We've been promised a resurrection. We ought to look forward to it. Amen. And this is the essence of the hope of our salvation. 
Amen? Amen. Jesus did not see corruption. Amen. So think about what we've talked about tonight in relation to the things we've been talking about recently. And you will see that there's more things important in your life and in this world than what's annoying you right now. Sometimes we need to push those things to the side and realize that what the most important thing is is our connection to our Heavenly Father through the Lord Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit. And as long as we have that, we can get through the rest of it. God will redeem our souls from the power of the grave, the Bible says. Amen? That's more important than all of this other stuff that happens to get on our nerves. Amen? We have the peace of God, and we need to hold on to it and hold on to his unchanging hand. Amen? Amen. And that's what God wanted us to know tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Plenty of mess is going to go on because it's going to be messy. Don't get all freaked out because it's messy. Well, it's just messy. That's just the way it is. But we have someone to hold on to. We are connected to our God directly. And we've already memorized in Romans 8 that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. So we're going to make it. Keep that in mind the next time the devil comes to tell you you need to feel depressed and you need to take a pill, and you need to know that's not the way Jesus and I said this. No, no. When I came to him, I said, okay, Lord, I'm turning my life over to you. I'm hanging on to him. Amen? And I don't have to listen to you, devil. I can bind you in Jesus' name. So let's keep what's important important. Forget what God has taught us. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Brother Bill, it's that time of day. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. We have some wonderful praise reports tonight. Let's get started. Shay has a praise report, a really bad spell that would have took me out using fire magic, just stunned me, but it didn't hurt, kill me. It got returned to the girl that sent it to me. She touched me, and it got returned to her. I thank you for your warrior angels around me all times, as well as your archangels. I thank you for taking me back, for taking back all the ground meant to cause me harm. I thank you for protecting my health, wealth, and gifts, and my family's health. I just praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord for his mercies for each morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your faithfulness. I experienced an uptick in poltergeist activity and didn't understand why, but it seemed centered near my dog's toy chest. 
So I threw away his stuffed animals, and the activity significantly decreased. Also, I was lying in bed, and an image of a ring that I received from a relative as a girl was continually shown to me. After retrieving it, I turned it sideways and looked at it, and the eye horse, the all-seeing eye, so I threw it in the garbage. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. And SM has a praise report. Glory to God, the true God. Praise you, Lord, for the miracles that have happened. My father was ill with stomach issues and neuropathy and had a sudden healing. His prayers were answered. At my workplace, I'm able to navigate around difficult ones and able to bring a project to a proper closure. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you for that. Lena has a praise report. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, Brother Bill, and Brother Marshall, my husband and saints, for all the prayers and agreement. Last week, I was posting a request for the Lord sent his angels to check my vehicle. Totally shut down, and I called my husband, and he called the insurance that wasn't covered by the dealer, and we checked and replaced the parts in this vehicle. He offered us not to pay the cost at all. It's a blessing. Praise you, Lord. Now my vehicle's running just fine. And also, my husband met the person near the highway for witnessing. That person came to him offering to help jumpstart the truck and gave his life to Christ. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. And Maury has a praise report. The six-year-old infant was found safe. Praise the Lord Jesus. Saints, that's what happens when you put your prayer request in that prayer room. The Lord answers it. Laura Ann has a praise report. The warfare script, a warfare prayer in the Global Prayer Warriors Room for agreement. And my eye cleared up from symptoms of swelling and irritation. Also, my cat is doing much better from an infection that affected his gallbladder according to blood, blood work results. I'm claiming complete healing. All my pets have stopped excessive scratching too. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Now, Denise has a praise report. My sister in Christ D got an excellent report from the specialist after previously being given the, a wrong possible diagnosis by the doctor. After that negative diagnosis, she bound it up and did not receive it in her spirit. The specialist said he didn't know why the doctor said such a thing. D believed the report of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, Ariana has a praise report. I want to thank the Lord for this blessed fast and blessed week. I passed all my EOCs, and I'm completely graduation ready. I didn't have to pay a lot for senior debts. Also received my cap and gown with no complications. Apart from the band trophy I received yesterday, I expected to receive more rewards on the 30th. I just thank the Lord for helping me to make it through this far. My 11th grade, I was dealing with horrible anxiety attacks while practicing for a band performance. But the Lord brought me through, and, I, and he didn't let me quit. Only the Lord helped me to build confidence 
that I needed to get through these four years of school. I just want to give him all the glory and thanks. I thank him for releasing me into my next stage of my education and for releasing me from my high school years. Well, praise the Lord. M.M. has a praise report. On April 4th, I experienced a mishap on the job and twisted my left foot, leg, and ankle. I was in a lot of pain and couldn't walk. Went to the ER, was on crutches, on the scooter, and in two different walking boots at different times. I had to keep doing what I could and let the Lord do his part in healing my foot, ankle, and leg. I've decided to drop the workman's comp. I've compl- I've re- quickly with full strength and a hundred percent of the pain is gone no pain relief i was able to go without it during the hardest times because god gave me strength praise his name praise his name now deborah l has a praise report for the past several days i've been spending time with the lord and reading the word and i've been searching myself for that familiar spirit of unhappiness and it's not there most of my life i spent wallowing in that spirit and i've noticed it's being complete it's completely gone i have joy i have actual true real joy every day no matter what happens truly god is good and his word is truth. It is written for the joy. The Lord is my strength. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dana has a praise report. This incident happened 20 years ago, but I still want to give thanks to the Lord for his love, mercy, and faithfulness. My dad was working the night shift, and I was preparing to leave for work. Within minutes of his departure, the doorbell rang at He called out through the door. A young man answered, saying his car was broke down and needed to use the phone. Peering through the curtains, I could see the car lights on the road and recognized him as a neighbor's relative. We did not plan to open the door. Almost instantly, my cousin's dog came running down the street, turned around the corner of my house, started snarling, growling, and chased the guy off my porch. He seemed to jump into the back seat, and the car drove off. This truly was a work of the Lord because the gentle, sweet dog was tied to a stake in an enclosed fence for about two weeks later, and the guy and his cronies were arrested and eventually convicted of home invasion. Thank you, Jesus. Bless his holy name. You, Lord, you even sent a dog. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Claudette has a praise report. Thank you, Father, for the tires I was able to get on finance with a firm of $68 a month for the next six months. Thank you that when I got the tires put on yesterday, the girl gave me a discount from $120 to $78 for the installments. That was such a blessing, and you showed me you was giving me a favor. Lately, I've been seeing your favor on me and your hand in everything I've been doing, and I just want to thank you for it. Also, I want to eat better, and I feel like I need to live a fasted life, but not sure, but I thank you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Denise has a praise report. Thank you, Lord, for your traveling mercies. Also, thank you, Lord, that through this ministry, you 
teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. A family member has a demon that always talks about how corrupt the Republicans are. The fake news was on talking about the debt ceiling agreement. I said there is corruption in both parties. That demon started in on Clarence Thomas. Lord, forgive me for asking her about Hunter Biden. I had enough of that demon and shut my mouth and started binding her strongman. Mainstream media lies, mind control, and release the spirit of truth. Well, the very next second, the spirit of truth came. She said her dad, my grandpa, who is a Republican, said they should have never started the food stamp program. And I said I was... He was exact. He was absolutely right. She said she agreed with the welfare system, but it needed to be reformed, and the rest of the visit was peaceful. Praise the Lord. Now, Marcelina has a praise report. Pastor Sabrina paid for my mom on Friday on the 26th against witchcraft that caused her to fall constantly. Praise the Lord, there were no more broken bones, just bruises on her face, arms, and legs. As Pastor continued to pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit, she prayed against the plague that caused her to walk harshly, bowed down, visiting her on Sunday, the 28th after service. Glory be to God, her posture was upright. She took longer strides as she walked. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for healing. You are our healer, and praise you, Lord. My mind is clearer. I thank you, Jesus, for healing. I thank you. I thank the Lord for Pastor Springer, Assistant Pastor Bill, Brother Marshall, and all that they do for the kingdom of God. May the Lord continue to use them for his glory, and I just praise you, Lord Jesus. And, Lord Jesus, I give you all the praise and all the glory for these wonderful praise reports. The saints are going, praise you, Lord Jesus. Just praise you, praise you, praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. These are awesome praise reports. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. We want to thank the Lord for every one of them, too. We want to thank the Lord for the praise reports, amen? Saints is important. Um, We're going to go to the phone lines for a moment. And um, area code 9529, area code 9529, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Mhm. Area code nine five two nine. You're on the air in Jesus' name. Okay. Going once, going twice. All right. I assume you have stood away and you are not answering. The Lord has indicated that He wanted me to pray for you, but. You'll just have to write me now at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. All right, saints. Let's see. Where are we now, Lord? Oh, I know where we are. Brother Bill is the one for today. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning California's deserts 
are transforming into a sea of solar panels. As the state seeks to reach ambitious renewable energy goals, but a growing group of residents and environmentalists say the move is coming at a significant price to wildlife, nearby residents' health, native lands, and even property value. With 776 solar power plants producing approximately 17% of the state's electricity, the Golden State is awash with bright silver and blue panels dotting hundreds of thousands of acres. Millions of panels have been installed east of Los Angeles in the Mojave Desert over the last five years, changing the look of the landscape in the process and bringing with it a new set of challenges for nearby residents, according to experts. Dusty Mulvaney, a professor of environmental studies at San Jose State University, said, He is concerned about their impact on public land, including damage to ecosystems and soil and high water demand. There is a potential concern for groundwater depletion, he said. A California law passed in 2014 regulates groundwater usage and is designed to preserve water supplies but it does not apply to public lands. Such are managed by the Bureau of Land Management, a federal agency that oversees 245 million acres of land, 15 million of which are located in California. The Bureau has prioritized 870,000 acres nationally for solar development, with more than 200,000 acres already sporting solar panels in California, according to its website. But concerns about the impacts on wildlife have some advocacy groups calling for a halt in such expansion until guidelines can be implemented. As animals are being displaced and migratory patterns altered due to the increasing quantity of such solar farms, birds have been observed mistaking the shiny blue solar panels for water, and the mistake is costly. At the extreme heat from the reflective material can instantly incinerate them, according to experts. Horses are being killed and displaced, and bighorn sheep and deer are restricted from access, from accessing some areas by six-foot barbed wire fencing surrounding such solar farms, leading to a loss of grazing habitat and restricting some creatures from navigating trails and accessing water sources, according to environmentalists. The corridors designed to allow movement for wildlife are inviting predators, as the wildly carnivores are learning to wait for prey emerging from the narrow strips of grass into communities, with an increase in coyote and mountain lion sightings since the fences were installed, according to residents. Residents of Lake Tamarisk Desert Resort, located halfway between Phoenix and Los Angeles in Desert Center, California, say the construction of such solar farms is causing considerable nuisance, with some reporting health problems because of increased dust in the area. 
Patty Cockcroft said she has been seeking medical attention since she started experiencing a deep bronco cough in March after spending two months in her desert home impacted by high winds and dust from a nearby solar field. Tests are currently underway to determine whether she has valley fever, a serious illness associated with severe health complications and potential fatalities. And doctors have told her the extreme conditions could have been triggered could have triggered a severe asthma attack. It's not very enticing to think of going back to the desert, Concroft said. Experts agree that issues related to construction, related soil removal, and resulting human exposure to dust particles are alarming. The real public health issue is valley fever, Mulvaney of San Jose State said. Investigations conducted in 2018 by the Centers for Disease Control uncovered an increased incident for, of valley fever and solar farm construction employees resulting from working in dusty conditions where fungal spores in the soil became airborne. After receiving reports of workplace injuries associated with valley fever, investigators discovered that solar farm workers in California were 4.4 to 210.6 times more likely to suffer from the illness than others working and living in the same counties. Dusty conditions can also lead to lung disease, ciliosis, which is of particular concern for miners manufacturing solar panels and for workers in nearby residence during the installation process. According to experts, a vehicle pileup near Los Angeles in 2013 was partially blamed on a solar development project after six were injured when a massive dust cloud forced the closure of the Antelope Valley Freeway. Efforts to mitigate dust by solar companies are compounding problems for some local communities. According to Teresa Pierce, another Lake Tamarisk resident, according to Pierce, such companies drive diesel-powered water trucks, creating noise and dust pollution while draining aquifers not refilled regularly by nature. Their water trucks are going round and round our pumping station, Pierce said. It's been a dust bowl with constant construction noise. Prior attempts to communicate with the county, the Bureau of Land Management and solar company representatives have been met with resistance, according to residents. They say they're trying to work with the community, but no, they're not, Pierce said. They brought fake maps when they came and gave us a presentation while requesting a moratorium on future solar farms within five miles of Lake Tamaris, local advocates told lawmakers that their community is being turned into an island or a dead solar sea. Property values in communities near solar farm installations have been impacted, with once desirable lots now becoming difficult to sell, according to residents. Other communities say the solar farms are too close for comfort. Those around Lake Tamaris have crept up on a residential community 
of approximately 500, with some residents reporting that panels are planned for installation approximately 750 from homes they've lived in for decades. Residents have reached out to every responsible party, from local representatives all the way up to President Joe Biden, with the only response coming from Senator Alex Polita of California, who has agreed to meet for a discussion according to documents. Another issue complicating matters. Amen. Let me see. Find my. Um, okay, back up. Is the destructive cultural resource on tribal lands. The Mojave Desert and other areas where installation is occurring are situated on the native territory with historical value. The loss of artifacts, ancestral burial sites, and cultural landscapes is affecting tribal communities with limited resources to contest new development, according to a series of lawsuits filed over the last 12 years seeking to stop solar project development on tribal lands. The project is located in a region rich in cultural resources that have been used since time immemorial. Colorado River Indian Tribe Councilwoman Amanda Barrera said in a statement released when the tribe sued Riverside County in 2014 to halt development. These resources have remained intact for millennia, but now are threatened by ever-increasing pressure to develop utility-scale solar facilities. All attempts by tribal elders to stop solar projects with litigation have failed. The federal judges repeatedly upholding the government's right to utilize and develop them. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for the adjudications of the righteous judge concerning such in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning ministers want to close a loophole that allows retailers to give free samples of vapes to children in England amid concerns an increasing number are being tempted to smoke e-cigarettes. On Tuesday, Prime Minister Sunak said the government will clamp down on vape marketing to prevent the unacceptable targeting of children and young people. The charity action on smoking and health has campaigned to close a loophole that allows free distribution of e-cigarettes to under 18s despite sales being illegal. The government said that there will also be a review into banning retailers selling nicotine-free vapes to under 18. It added that there will also be a review of the rules on issuing fines to shops that illegally sell vapes to children which the government said can make it easier for local trading standards officials to issue on-the-spot fines and fix penalty notices. The health risks of vaping will also be included in relationship, sex, and health education lessons as part of the government's ongoing review of RSHE. 
in order to further discourage children from taking up vaping. Doctors have warned that generations of children could become hooked on nicotine as an increasing number of teenagers are being tempted to smoke cheap, sweet-flavored e-cigarettes, even though their long-term effects are still unknown. The prime minister said he was deeply concerned about an increase in children vaping and was shocked by reports of illicit vapes containing lead getting into the hands of school children. Our new illicit vape enforcement squad, backed by three million, is on the case, but clearly there is more to do. That is why I'm taking further action today to clamp down on rogue firms who unlawfully target our children with these products. The marketing and the illegal sales of vapes to children is completely unacceptable, and I will do everything in my power to end this practice for good. Chief Medical Officer Professor Sir Chris Whitty called the decision to close the loophole a very welcome step. Whilst vaping can be an effective quitting tool for smokers, it is important that non-smokers are encouraged are not encouraged to start vaping, he said. There has been a particularly worrying rise in the number of children using vapes, with companies clearly marketing these products at children using colors, flavors, and cheap disposable options, closing the loophole that allows companies to give out free samples of vaping products to under-18s is a very welcome step in tackling some of the harms caused by the vaping industry. We should continue to encourage smokers to swap to vaping at the lesser risk while preventing the marketing and sale of vapes to children. By the way, it's the same demon. By the way, it's the same demon, okay? So don't think you 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 don't get a demon when you vape. That's not the way it works. Same devil. Last year, figures from a survey conducted for NHS Digital found that 9% of 11 to 15-year-olds in England now regularly use e-cigarettes, a rise from 6% in 2018. In December 2022, Professor Andrew Bush, Director of Imperial Center for Pediatrics and Child Health, and a consultant pediatrics chest physician at Royal Brompton and Harefield Hospitals said by email, we know that the acute effects of vaping are far more than those for cigarettes. So how can we possibly be reassured about the long-term effects? The UK is out of step with virtually all the rest of the world, I am afraid. Ash found that children were increasingly drawn to cheap disposable e-cigarettes which come in candy, alcoholic drink, energy drinks, soft drink flavors, and more. Ash also found that the young are influenced by social media sites such as TikTok and Instagram. In response, TikTok said that regardless of the user's age, we strictly prohibit content that depicts or promotes the sale, trade, or offer of tobacco, including vaping products, and we will remove any content found to be violating our community guidelines. The highest used trend was among girls age 15 which rose from 10% in 2018 to 21% in 2021. E-cigarette maker Jewel Labs has paid out hundreds of millions of dollars settling thousands of lawsuits 
in the United States following an investigation into the company's marketing and sales practices of its high nicotine vaping products. In April, in response to a $462 million settlement, New York Attorney General Letitia James said in a statement that Juul lit a nationwide public health crisis by putting addictive products in the hands of minors and convincing them that it's harmless. Today they are paying the price for the harm they cause, she added. In response to the U.K. government's announcement, Joe Murillo, chief regulatory officer of Jewel Labs, said vapes have a role to play in helping adult smokers transition away from cigarettes. But more needs to be done to combat underage use of these products. We believe that government regulators and industry can collectively take action to reduce the access and appeal of vaping to those underage, including by restricting the sale and marketing of vapes to this group. We want to thank the righteous judge for his intervention. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Few other officials in government had such a large hand in establishing and promoting the Russia collusion hoax as did former CIA Director John Brennan. Brennan admitted during congressional testimony that he made sure that anything involving the individuals involved in the Trump campaign was shared with the FBI. And by his own admission, Brennan even used incidental collection of U.S. citizens in the process, telling Rachel Maddow, that any time we would incidentally collect information on a U.S. person, we would hand that over to the FBI. With the release of the report by Special Counsel John Durham, we now know that Brennan knew back in July of 2016, even before the FBI's crossfire hurricane case into the Trump campaign was open, that the entire Russia collusion narrative was a hoax. Durham's report discusses the government's handling of certain intelligence that it received during the summer of 2016 concerning the approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26th proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by tying him to Russia. That foreign policy advisor is almost certainly Biden's current national security advisor, Jake Sullivan who at the time held the title of Senior Foreign Policy Advisor for the Clinton campaign. The plan by Clinton would be to smear Trump as colluding with Russia in an attempt to win the 2016 election. It was Brennan who would have one of the most prominent roles in promoting this lie, L-I-E. Brennan created the Intelligence Community Assessment, which was released in January 2017 and became a cornerstone in the narrative that Trump had colluded with Russia to win the election. Brennan's actions against Trump, however, began long before his creation of the ICA. In late July 2016, Brennan received the intelligence that Clinton had approved a campaign plan to vilify Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians hacking of the Democratic National Committee. An often overlooked point is that Brennan received intelligence noting Clinton's approval of the plan. 
This detail is important because the actual plan was likely hatched months before in early 2016. We know this because in October 2016, WikiLeaks released an email exchange between Clinton Communications Director Jennifer Palmieri and Democratic strategist Joel Johnson. Their late February 2016 exchange revealed the early existence of a Clinton smear campaign aimed at Trump. At the time, the email was largely ignored, but with Durham's report, it has now gained new relevance. By mid-April 2016, it had become increasingly clear that Trump would be Clinton's opponent in the general election. Trump's primary successes coincide with the decision in late April by the Clinton campaign to hire Fusion GPS, a firm of political operatives run by former Wall Street Journal staffer Glenn Simpson. On May 3, 2016, Trump won the Indiana primary and became the presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. According to earlier court filings by Durham, the day after Trump became the presumptive nominee, a cyber group working through former Perkins, Cole, and Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman piling and curating data that would later be used to create the false appearance of a link between the Trump organization and the Russian Alpha Bank. That alleged link, known as the Clinton-funded Alpha Bank allegations, would later be used by the Clinton campaign to push the false narrative that Trump had ties to the Kremlin. Meanwhile, Brennan was busy collecting information on the Trump campaign and pushing it to the FBI. As Brennan told Chuck Todd during February 4, 2018 interview on NBC's Meet the Press, we, the CIA and the intelligence community, community had collected a fair amount of information in the summer of 2016 about what the Russians were doing on multiple fronts. And we wanted to make sure that the FBI had full access to that. Notably, it was Brennan himself who acknowledged during his May 2017 congressional testimony that his intelligence served as the basis for the FBI counterintelligence investigation, stating that he was aware of intelligence and information about contacts between Russian officials and U.S. persons, and it served as the basis for the FBI investigation. The FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation was formally opened on July 31, 2016, but there were a number of significant events that directly preceded it. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who had joined the Trump campaign in late February 2016, as an informal advisor on foreign policy matters, was interviewed on July 18, 2016, at the Republican National Convention by Yahoo News reporter Michael Ishkoff, who immediately attacked Flynn for a dinner he attended in Moscow on December 10, 2015, thereby planting the initial seeds of the Russian collusion narrative. Ishkoff would later meet with dossier author Christopher Steele in September 2016. The resulting September 23, 2016 article from Ishkoff's meeting with Steele was then cited 
by the FBI is validating Steele's claims in a play of circular reporting and was later featured in the original Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. FISCA application and the three subsequent renewals on Trump campaign foreign policy advisor Carter Page on July 24, 2016. Following on the heels of Ishcock's fateful interview with Flynn, Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook publicly suggested for the first time that Russia was somehow helping Trump. Mook claimed in an interview with CNN's Jake Tapper that the Russian government was behind the release of DNC emails and that they were doing so specifically to help Trump. Mook claimed that there was a number of experts that were asserting this, but failed to address who the so-called experts were. Two days after Mook invoked Russia, Clinton won the Democratic presidential nomination. It was on the very same day of her nomination that Clinton approved the plan from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by Russian security forces. On July 27, 2016, the after the approval from Clinton, Christopher Steele produced a dossier memo alleging a well-developed conspiracy of cooperation between Trump associates and the Kremlin. Steele's memo perfectly echoed the basis of Clinton's plan. Durham's report notes that Brennan briefed President Barack Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, FBI Director James Comey about Clinton's plan on August 3, 2016, within days of receiving the Clinton plan intelligence. Durham further states that according to Brennan's handwritten notes and his recollections from the meeting, he briefed on relevant intelligence known to date on Russian election interference, including the Clinton plan intelligence. Supposedly, this date is the first time Brennan informed anyone else of Clinton's plan, a date that is conveniently after the FBI had already opened their crossfire hurricane investigation. But here's where things get really interesting. Durham doesn't provide the exact date that Brennan received the Clinton plan, but he does note that the intelligence community received the Clinton plan intelligence in late July 2016, before the FBI opened their crossfire hurricane investigation. Durham also states that the official who initially received the information immediately recognized its importance, including its relevance to the U.S. presidential election and acted quickly to make CIA leadership aware of it. It seems clear from this information alone that Brennan had the information before the FBI opened its investigation on July 31st. Meanwhile, much deeper in Durham's report, almost at the very end, Durham states that the FBI leadership disregarded the Clinton plan intelligence, which it received at almost the exact same time as the Australian Paragraph 5 information. This data point is extremely important. The Paragraph 5 information is the information the FBI received relating to Australian diplomat Alexander Downer's conversation with Trump campaign advisor George and was used as a basis or predicate for opening crossfire hurricane. 
Crucially, we know from both Durham and Mueller that the Paragraph 5 information was received by FBI headquarters on July 28th after an FBI legal attache sent an electronic communication containing the information to the assistant special agent in charge at the Philadelphia field office. Furthermore, Durham notes that at precisely the same time as the Clinton plan intelligence was received, I, the Clinton campaign, made public statements tying the DNC computer hack to Russian attempts to help Trump get elected, too. The FBI was receiving the Clinton campaign-funded steel reports, and three, the Clinton campaign-funded Alpha Bank allegations were being prepared for delivery to the media and the FBI. Notably, each of these events preceded the opening of Crossfire Hurricane on July 31, 2016. Now, why is all this important? Because Brennan told Durham that he didn't receive the Clinton plan intelligence until after the FBI's investigation was open. But Brennan's claims simply don't make sense in light of the timeline and evidence printed above. Every data point we have strongly indicates that Brennan had the Clinton plan information in the days leading up to the FBI's opening of Crossfire Hurricane, not after the opening of the investigation, nor do Brennan's claims pass the reasonability test in light of his actions just after July 27. The date that the evidence we presented strongly indicates he received the Clinton plan intelligence. This is extremely important. Why? Because according to Durham's report, on July 28, 2016, Brennan met with President Obama and other White House personnel. It was during this meeting that Brennan and Obama discussed intelligence relevant to the 2016 presidential election as well as potential creation of an interagency fusion cell to synthesize and analyze intelligence about Russian attempts to influence the election. The very next day on the morning of July 29th, Brennan met with Comey to brief him on his July 28th meeting with the president. It's here that Durham says that Brennan could not recall when he actually saw the Clinton plan intelligence but he did not think he had the information when he spoke spoke to Comey on that morning. It's also important to note that these events come from Brennan himself, who is very careful to leave out any mention of the Clinton plan intelligence with regard to his meeting with Obama. Durham then notes that Brennan claimed that the interagency fusion cell, a team that Brennan created from handpicked members of various intel agencies, to ostensibly analyze intelligence on Russian influence activities was put in motion directly after his meeting with President Obama on July 28th. Importantly, Durham notes that email traffic and witness interviews conducted by the office reflect that at least some CIA personnel believe that the Clinton plan intelligence led to the decision being made to set up the fusion cell. In other words, Brennan's receipt of the Clinton plan preceded any discussion of the fusion cell that occurred during his July 28, 2016 meeting with Obama. Durham also notes that immediately after communicating with the President Comey and Director of National Intelligence James Clapper to discuss relevant intelligence, Brennan and other agency officials 
took steps to ensure that dissemination of intelligence, including the Clinton plan intelligence, would be limited. There's another data point that also falls into this sequence. The Clinton-funded Alpha Bank allegations mentioned above. The day after Brennan briefed Obama, a meeting took place at the Perkins Coey offices on July 29, 2016. At this meeting, Sussman and fellow Perkins attorney Mark Elias met with Fusion GPS principals, including Simpson and Steele. According to Durham's early indictment of Sussman, the timing of this meeting at Perkins coincides with the completion of Sussman's curation of the data behind the Clinton campaign-funded Alpha Bank allegations. As we noted earlier, Durham in his report says that at precisely the same time as the Clinton plan intelligence was received, the Clinton campaign-funded Alpha Bank allegations were being prepared for delivery to the media and the FBI. By the time of this meeting, the data had already been compiled and and prepared. To summarize, the sequence of events is as follows. On July 26, 2016, Clinton approved a pre-existing plan to vilify Trump by claiming he was compromised by Russia. The next day on July 27, Steele suddenly produced a new memo that falsely made the same claims outlined in the Clinton's plan. That same day, Brennan gained knowledge of Clinton's plan. He likely briefed Obama on the Clinton plan early on July 28th, although he denies this, and then immediately began creating the interagency fusion cell, which, according to CIA members of the fusion cell, was actually created because of the Clinton plan information. Brennan then briefed FBI Director Comey the next day. Currently, Fusion, Simpson, and Steele were working with the Clinton campaign lawyer Sussman to release Alpha Bank allegations. All of these events transpired transpired before the FBI opened its crossfire hurricane investigation into the Trump campaign on July 31st. Woo! Lord, that's a lot of lies. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications and for bringing all this information to us. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. In March, the Biden administration authorized a huge area of the Gulf of Mexico to be auctioned to oil companies for oil and gas drilling. The parcel is called Lease 259. It stretches from the southern tip of Texas to the Alabama-Florida border, covering 73.3 million acres, an area as large as Italy. The first 1.6 million acres were put up for auction in March. 32 oil companies bid a total of $309.7 million for the license to drill in the region at the Department of the Interior's auction. It is expected that the companies who win the rights to lease 259 will drill in the area for the next 50 years producing 1 billion barrels of oil and 44 trillion cubic feet of gas. According to the Biden administration, this auction is required by the terms of the recent Inflation Reduction Act. While the bill made strides in shifting the U.S. to more affordable and cleaner sources of energy, it included compromises with the oil industry. However, while Biden was required to allow some drilling in the Gulf of Mexico, 
he was not forced to sign over such a huge area. If this continues, all of the good Biden has done for the future will be undone by Biden himself. Ben Jealous, executive director of the Sierra Club, the massive drilling project being planned in the Gulf of Mexico will cause two major problems. First, the drilling itself will cause pollution that will impact both the ocean environment and the Gulf Coast. This area was heavily damaged by the Deepwater Horizon oil spill in 2010, and more drilling could lead to a repeat of the disaster. Second, the fuel extracted from the region will pollute the air. A recent report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change said governments around the globe are using too many of these polluting fuel sources. At the current rate, the world will pass the recommended limit on carbon air pollution before 2030. Governments need to cut back, and the recent auction is a step backward. A user added, so how's the public opinion on the BP spill these days? They forgot? Good. Do it again. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications. And we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Major U.S. lender Citigroup has made a deal to transfer the credit card portfolio of its Russian unit, Citibank, to commercial bank Eurosys. Several media outlets reported on Tuesday citing Citibank's press service. Privately owned Eurosilb is among Russia's top 30 banks by assets. According to a statement from Citibank, the transfer of the credit card portfolio will occur on condition that cardholders agree to the action. Citigroup has entered into an agreement with PJSC Bank Eurosilb under which under which, subject to their consent, existing credit card holders of JSC Citibank will be offered the opportunity to switch to Eurosib in accordance with Russian law. Citibank told RIA Novostat. Eurosib later confirmed this information to Vedemosti news outlet, noting that credit limits and interest rates on the cards will remain the same for clients who agree to the transfer. We ask customers not to apply for the cards on their own, but to wait for communication from us. They said Citigroup announced its intention to wind down its business in Russia in August last year. Of its Russian unit at the same time amounted to around $10 billion, while the cost of leaving Russia was estimated at $170 million. In December, Citibank sold its portfolio of ruble-denominated consumer loans to Eurosib. In March 2023, reports emerged that Citibank was considering selling its entire Russian retail business but could not do so for technical reasons. The lender later refuted claims that any such problem existed but neither confirmed nor denied its intention to divest from the country completely. Eurosib was placed under Western sanctions in February this year. The restrictions make it difficult for the bank to conduct cross-border transactions but do not affect its operations with Russia. Amen. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his uh, adjudication on these matters. 
and we know that the Lord will make the right choice, amen, and do what is right, because he is righteous, amen. That's one thing we can be sure of. Brother Marshall, it's time to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Why would we want to pray? Because that's how we receive the deliverance. You say, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be delivered. Lord, you say, call upon him in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify him. We have all these different items that Pastor Sabrina has just read through. We thank you that we can come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace because of the price that Jesus paid. And we thank you, Father. You warn us about what to do with our mind, how to stay focused on Jesus, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of faith, not to be carried away with all these other things that are going on. And I thank you for Pat Holliday's example, as she told us that as she was looking up some questionable items about what some people would call uh, alternative news sources in the past, Father God, she prayed about everything. She didn't get carried down little rabbit holes at any great length of time. She listened to your spirit constantly. And, and you told us, Lord, where is that, Lord? It's in, um, in the last chapter of Romans. Where is it, Lord? Which one is it here, Lord? There it is, verse 19. <clears throat> For your obedience, that's something Sabrina just talked about, Pastor Sabrina. For your obedience has come abroad unto all men. For I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but yet I would have you wise into that which is good and what? Simple concerning evil. So, Father God, I thank you, Father God. Way back, <laughs> probably, was it the late 70s, early 80s, there was a Bill Gaither group of some others that sang a song about how boys, little boys, hear God best when they're fishing. Because that's when the noise of this world calms down. And you called us all to be fishers of men. <clears throat> but you said, Father, that we're supposed to receive the Spirit because we can't do it on our own strength. It's only by your Spirit. You said, if you have a son, ask give you for bread. For bed, we give him a stone. For us, for uh, a fish, we give him a serpent. If you ask for an egg, you offer him a scorpion. If you then, being evil, oh my goodness, that was how he sees Marshall in all of us, isn't it? But if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, well, that means uh, eggs must be good, right? And fish and bread and stuff. Well, anyway... If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them than ask Him? It's a gift. We have to hunger and thirst for righteousness that we might be filled. And when we do, then He does fill us. And we ask Him to not take away the Holy Ghost from each one of us and any one of us. And Jesus says, Behold, He given to you power, authority, to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you notwithstanding. Rejoice not that the spirits, the little demons down there, they're subject unto us, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Thank you, Lord, that our names are written in heaven. Thank you for your extraordinary, extraordinary grace that we don't have to face the wrath of God because we know he's not very happy with the demons. And you said, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, free from what? Free from fear, pride, rebellion. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Thank you, Lord. He said, if we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So teach us all how to walk more perfectly in the Spirit, holding every thought captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we know the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to point down the strongholds, casting down imaginations of every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Because, Lord, 
We know vengeance is yours. You're going to repay. We don't have to do it. Yes, we're supposed to contend for the gospel. And that's one thing that Sabrina, Pastor Sabrina and Pastor Pat have, have taught me a lot about because there's a lot of people that just want to go along to get along. But that's not quite your way of doing it. We're supposed to contend for the gospel. So, Father God, show us how to do it the way you want. Just like Pat Holiday has and, and of course, the Lord Jesus has. He, he, he told it the way it was when he was talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees. But he still, even when Judas Iscariot came, said, friend, why have you come? He gave him an opportunity to say, oh, I'm so sorry. He didn't do it right away. He did it a little bit later. Did he make heaven? I don't know. He said it might have been better for me if he'd never been born. I don't know if he had that opportunity to genuinely repent before he hung himself. And then, of course, he said if we hate, some, if we hate anyone, he says we don't have eternal life in First John 3.15. So we have to love every human being. All these different people that have all their different little agendas, marching to the tune of whatever little gods they're following, the Masonic gods, whatever gods they're following. Father God, we ask your divine intervention, adjudication for all these things. These people in California that are dotting the landscape with so many solar panels, it's ridiculous and nauseating. At the same time, the powers that be are sprinkling little things in the air to make the, the sun not so bright anymore which is not, not so helpful for solar panels, not to mention things that grow like plants, which are useful for things like food for people and animals. Father God, well, there's enough problem with volcanoes erupting, spewing stuff in the atmosphere. So, Father God, we don't need to, to diminish the sun's ra radiation to the earth, although they say there's terrible global warming. Well, they used to anyway. Maybe they just call it global change. I don't know, because it keeps changing. Their whole... Your whole narrative keeps changing. So, Father, we bind every one of these spirits of ungodly mind control and every spirit trying to distract people from the truth that there are demons that absolutely hate human beings. And they're in positions of authority. Because you said our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and our spiritual wickedness in high places. Some of those high places are not just to the World Economic Forum, not just the World Health Organization, which is misnamed, but, Father, it seems to be anyway. Father, we ask for divine help and intervention for all the people, not just in California, all over the earth, not just the United States, from all, not just a little bit of concern about dust and, 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 and diseases affecting people that work in solar panels areas, Father God, but all these different things that Pastor Sabrina's just gone through step by step, Father God. And we think that you are exposing a lot of what's going on, a whole lot, as we've been praying, as we prayed according to your word. And, in, um, in in Matthew 10, 26, as you said, we're not supposed to be afraid of them. We're supposed to be just aware, and we ask for your intervention. And we thank you for exposing what they're doing. Because they're, they've been trying to hide out, Father God, trying to, trying to put a little thing to cover up what they've been up to. And we thank you for the Brennan Report and these different things. Is, it not, is that his name? No, the Durham Report. They're exposing what's going on. You told us in Matthew 10, 26, Fear them not, therefore, for there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. So we thank you for exposing what the enemy's been up to, Father God, in Jesus' name, concerning all these different things, including what's going on over in England, where there seem to be some people who are maybe more concerned about just making money while it still exists as the central bank currencies in whatever region, in this case in the United Kingdom, all these different people that just want want more money for their bottom line of their corporation so they can line their pockets 
Father, we bind that spirit of mammon, the spirit of greed and corruption. <clears throat> he said, we can't love God and mammon. We can't love God and money. We can't love God and anything else. We can't even love God with all of our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits and really love our family more than God? No, we're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to love anything more than... We're supposed to love our family, of course. We're supposed to love every human being, create an image of God. But, Father God, some of these people doing these controls of these e-cigarettes over in, in England, Father God, in, in the United Kingdom, uh, I don't know, maybe some of them have some other spirits on board, Father God, or something influencing them. We sever all those ungodly influences, all the spirits of greed, all the spirits of corruption, all the blackmail spirits, and every spirit of kind of looks like mm, I mean it's not as blatant as some things but it's, you know, it's not a healthy habit, Father God, not even slightly healthy habit. Father God, we know these people don't like human beings. They love to have people have illness and, and die prematurely because they've been busy, 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 busy doing this, at least that demons are. So we ask for your help, Father God. We thank you for those that are standing for the truth as best they know how, those that are able to get a word in edgewise over the, the noise of the propaganda, Father God, not just concerning e-cigarettes and concerning what's so important about uh, green energy, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for the righteous judge, for your intervention and adjudication, for every one of these situations, Father, in Jesus' name, because you gave Jesus that power and that authority to execute judgment on the earth, Father, in Jesus' name. Even as it is written, where is that, Lord? It's in um, in John chapter 5. Is that where it is, Lord? 5.22 and following. Because that's, your word is forever settled in heaven, and you said... For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. Oh, well, what about the people who say God has no Son? Um, they might be um, misled, deceived. For that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father, which has sent him. Verily, verily, Jesus says, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. Praise the Lord. And shall not come into condemnation but has passed from death unto life. Oh, thank you for translating from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Thank you, Lord. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. And has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. He knows what it's like to come in the flesh. He did come in the flesh. In fact, if we say he didn't, then we're in deep error. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good, meaning in line with the word of God, unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. So is it by works? No. But obedience comes when we listen to Jesus. Because Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Not too complicated, but we can't do it without his spirit because he says he is the vine and we're the branches. And he said if we don't abide in him, we can't do anything. We can't pass wind, we can't drool, let alone tread on serpents and scorpions. So, Father, we thank you that you've raised us up for such a time as this. 
And we thank you, Father God, that you hear our prayers, not because of our righteousness, because of Jesus. Because he's the one who's ever living to make intercession for each of us, including we ask for divine intervention, adjudication concerning all these things, including the so-called Russia collusion hoax from former CIA director John Brennan. We ask for intervention, adjudication, all these people, all the people behind the scenes, Father God. Pat Holiday didn't mince words. She thought maybe this uh, previous uh, uh, so-called first lady, whether she's a lady or not, I don't know. Uh, the so-called first lady wanted to be president, Father God, said that maybe she's a rather high-level witch. And there have been people in high positions, high positions, Father God. So all these witchcraft curses coming from different covens gathered together against the righteous servants of the Most High God are eternally simple in his spiritual sentence. Do those curses intend do to each and every one of us. Not just coming against Bill Pringle, not just coming against the intercessions. All the servants of the Most High God and all those who have given their hearts to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And we thank you for that faith, Jesus, because you know without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. There's no removal of sin. But you came to remove our sins as far as the east is from the west because we couldn't do it. No, we couldn't do enough Boy Scout good deeds and everything to, uh, to make make amends. A lot of different religions think that you can do more more good to offset all the terrible things. It doesn't work that way. They have Some of them are very deeply religious. They worship their false god with great zeal and determination. Why? Because they know when they turn against each other, which they're going to do in mass, because they don't, they're not loyal one to another. They're only controlled by Satan and the spirit of fear and, and Satan's kingdom, all those little underlings that control them, jerk them around. Oh, we'll give you this power and this fame and this glory if you just bow down and worship me, just worship the evil one. Father God, we know Satan tried to get Jesus to do that, and he said, no, thou shalt worship the Lord your God, and him only shalt thou serve. We thank you, Father God, for exposing all this business that Pastor Sabrina has just read through concerning all the Russia collusion hoax, which we've heard about for some time now, been going on, and, and, and all these things. It's, it's, it's not, some people are totally oblivious, Father God, but other people have been aware of this for quite a long time. So, Father God, we thank you for bringing more and more people, waking up more and more people, not just concerning the political nonsense, Father God, and the plans and schemes of the enemy to hurt. Even Sabrina Sessions made it very clear. They're, they want to harm the children, Father God, not just with the e-cigarettes. No, no they, they don't like any human beings, especially the children. They want to defile the children, Father God. We ask you to deliver all the children because we know that your desire and you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered, in Joel 2.32. It says, Could I call upon thee to deal trouble, and I will deliver thee, in Psalm 50, verse 15. And you make it very, very clear, Jesus says, in Matthew 18.14, Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. Thank you that we have a heavenly Father. Thank you for the spirit of adoption. Thank you that we can come boldly before your throne of grace in time of need. And we speak blindness to the enemy, mutinous mouth to the enemy. They only hear what Jesus wants them to hear, pertaining to each and every one of us, as joined heirs with Christ, according to Romans chapter 8, uh, 14 to 17, and according to what's written in Job 22, 28, for thou shalt decree a thing, shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways, as joined heirs with Christ. In Jesus' and Satan, all your little underlings are bound. 
every one of your spirits of mammon, every spirit of pedophilia, every ungodly perverse spirit, every spirit of of blind rage, every spirit of perversion, every spirit of calling evil good and good evil, gags for the mouth of every ungodly spirit, all bound against us, the individual cages, locked in, locked in, locked in, concerning all the nonsense of what's being done, concerning the tampering with the, not just the U.S., Elections, but elections in many nations, Father God. Many, many, many nations, Father God. They they didn't just do it in Brazil. They've been doing it all over the place, Father God. Things have been going on. They do pretty little sleight of hands, like little card games, right? Uh, but a lot of stuff's been uncovered. And we thank you for bringing all these things to light, and not just according to your word in Matthew uh, 10:26 and and Luke 12:2 uh, and Mark. 422, but out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. So we thank you for bringing all these things to light and concerning what was really going on and the timing of exposing the so-called um, dossier that was brought forth as if it was real evidence, which has been totally shot down. But, of course, the mainstream news media doesn't talk about that. And, of course, what happened to Tucker? Hmm, I don't know. But, Father God, you know everything, and I don't have to know everything. I just have to fix my eyes on Jesus. And, Father, concerning the area in the Gulf of Mexico, Father God, where they're trying to do a little thing to appease the people who actually want to have energy to perhaps, you know, fuel uh, different things like power plants that they need to make electricity to be able to have these electric cars work, uh, whether that's a good thing or not, Lord knows. Lord knows all things. Well, that's all just being done to control people because so, people can't escape if um, if they want to because they can't drive very far without having to recharge their vehicle for an hour, two hours, whatever it takes, and all that radiation from EMF from the charging and swift charging. Father God, all you know what's going on at Sierra Club. They're just part of it too. They pretend to be all in, wonderful and concerned about the environment. Uh, um, really? Mm-hmm. What about the environment affecting human health concerning the chemtrails? They don't want to hear anything about that. They don't want to talk anything about the whatever that uh, that group is talking about that business with all the many Christians say, well, that can't be true. You know, I, I haven't seen little streaky clouds that just stay in the sky forever and ever. It seems, Father God, kind of. It's nice to see actual real chemtrails. Ever, I mean, real um, contrails that leak from some jet planes' engines rather than the little spray nozzles. Father God, that actually do dissipate rather quickly. We thank you, Father God, and we thank you for Pat Holiday's insight that this battle is not just physical. She said many people discover the power of the name of Jesus, like she did, and said they see these planes spraying these things in the sky. What did she tell them to do? What did she hear some people were inspired by the Holy Ghost to do? It wasn't Pat's idea. The Holy Ghost's idea said, I bind you in Jesus' name, because whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for giving us dominion on the earth, even as you point out in Psalm 115. And what happened to those planes? They disappeared. And the so-called little uh, chemtrails disappeared too. How could that possibly be? Because there's a spiritual battle going on. And do I understand it in my head? No. But we thank you, Lord, for the spirit of adoption. And you said in Psalm 115, verse 16, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's but the earth has he given to the children of men. The witches and the warlocks, they know that, and they're trying to use it. The dead praise not the Lord, 
neither do any that go down into silence. But I will bless the Lord just for a week, for a couple hours. Well, I will bless the Lord from this time forth and, and for, let me read that better. Verse 18. But I will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord and forevermore. We're supposed to keep praising him? What about Paul and Silas when they were in prison? And, 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 and they were, backs were ripped open because, you know, they were trying to share the gospel. And, and they were put in the stocks in the deepest dungeon. Father God down there wasn't very nice. It must have smelled terrible. And what did they do? Were they murmuring and complaining? No, they were praising the Lord and praying. Praising the Lord and praying. I think they were praying for their jailer. We're supposed to pray for those who despitefully use us. So we do, Father. We pray for those who despitefully use us. If you can save any of them, maybe the underlings, maybe those that did the actual dirty work, Father God, for Brendan and the likes. But if you can save any of their souls, I don't know if you can save any of those in high positions in states, in, in cities, in the blue cities. I don't know if you can save any of their souls, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Their, their palms have been greased, Father God. And they, they, they like their little power trip, Father God, in Jesus' name. Like Satan likes his little power trip, but it's only for a season. Sin is only for a season. And then, boop, it's gone. It's gone. Where's Satan going? He knows where he's going. He knows he knows the word better than any pastor. He knows our biology than any uh, scientist or doctor, Father God. And he knows the very end of the book. Was that second or third chapter from the end in Revelation chapter, chapter 20. And the devil that deceived them. This is verse 10 of Revelation 10. And the devil that deceived them. You know, he, he's been reported to deceive everybody. That deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. It doesn't ever, ever end. And we thank you, Father God, for your intervention in adjudication. We thank you that your arm is not too short to save. You had to deliver your children, all of your children, those that have given their hearts to you as best they know how. You told each of us that seek the Lord in his strength, seek his face continually. <laughs> not my strength. <laughs> not my, no, 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 no. How can a gorgeous hunk of dust have any strength apart from your spirit? We thank you for the spirit, Father God. We thank you for our... What about that? Teach us all how to walk in spirit, how to walk in love, how to walk in peace, how to walk in peace. Because you said the God of peace shall bring Satan under your feet shortly. And that man of God, who's kind of like Paul of Tarsus, who uh, Saul of Tarsus, who became Paul, who planted over 200 churches in uh, unsung hero back in just a couple decades ago. But it was in you know in recent times, Father God, I met the man, a prem. Prem, he was a very nice man from Nepal, and he, he, he started 200 churches on foot. He told them about Jesus. And, and, and what happened with him? Oh, when he was, his life was threatened, somebody with a rifle right in front of him in a prison said, you must leave with us or we're going to shoot you right now. He said, my God told me to stay here. You just go ahead. He wasn't upset. He wasn't anxious. He might have been silently praying for that man to be saved because he loved every human being. That's where he planted all those churches, Father God. And you delivered him. He didn't even have to quote Isaiah 54, 17. He, but he probably knew it in his heart of hearts. No weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. But this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. We thank you that your righteousness, Lord, because only God is good. That's what Jesus says over in, in Mark uh, 10, 18, only God is good. And if only God is good, 
how can we be good enough? Father God, even as they did.
Oh, 